Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Dracarys, bitches. It's that time of the year. Holiday time. The spirit of giving. Yes, I consider Halloween time the spirit of giving, too. I think all holidays are just like once like fall rolls around, I'm just in the holiday spirit. And that is why I'm giving you a gift <laughs> once a month. <laughs> An extra episode. An extra straight up with Stassi episode. Did I have to do this? No. Did I want to be charitable? Yes. I want a lot of presents from Santa this year, so I'm trying to be on the nice list. No, I'm kidding. Um, I love you, Khaleesi's, and I just love how everyone has been coming out to my shows, and I've been so appreciative of everyone, and I thought, okay, what better way to kind of like, I don't know, say thanks than just to do an extra episode a month. So that's what we're doing, and right now I have Low French, my fairy godmother assistant with hey guys. Me. And she went on the Straight Up with Stassi Facebook group and asked you for questions. So we're going to just have some conversations and just chill and go through them all. We're going to dive in because you guys are always so good at giving the best topics and would you rathers and okay. the greatest one to start with. Great. Okay. Also, just so everybody knows, these are going to be all over the place because we're just going off the books here. Totally. So... Chelsea asks, would you rather have Sandoval with his trumpet be the only entertainment at your wedding oh or God. share she your honeymoon with James and, Ra and Raquel as they're saying, staying in your same bridal suite the whole time? Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Chelsea, perfect question to start with. Um... Tom Sandoval. Really? I would just, it would be a no dancing wedding. That's, that. there is no way in hell I could share, a, no, I, anything with James Kennedy. No. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That's making, it's really making me uncomfortable. Okay, but I have a follow-up question. Which song would you request Tom Sandoval to play on the trumpet? Good as gold. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in the family. Yes. Um, okay, we have another one. I, f I feel like the Khaleesi's are really good at giving you questions that you like, like the ones where you have to choose a really hard situation. Okay. Okay. So you're stranded on a desert island. You can only have three things you can choose from. Ella, I might have to change this just slightly. She says ranch, bow, 
A Broadway musical playlist or hot dogs? You have to leave one behind. Leave one behind? Yes. Um, I'm definitely bringing Bo, definitely musical theater playlist. Um, so I guess. I feel like we should, instead of ranch and hot dogs, I feel like what would be harder for you is between wine and hot sauce. Oh. Or alcohol and hot sauce. Oh, man. That would be hard because I'm relying on the hot sauce to put on all the bugs right. that I'm going to have to eat. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm sorry, but musical theater playlist is just like I, I, I have to have to it has to be there. Mm-hmm. So like I feel but I cannot be sober on a deserted <laughs> island. So, oh, my God, I don't know. I think I would leave the hot sauce behind. Really? Yeah. I think we'd just get wasted. Listening to musical theater, deserted. That would be what Bo and I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. This will be our, our last of, like, the fun questions for a little bit. Um, you get to pick one of two places to get married. An extremely old cemetery or the Manson family ranch. But the cemetery doesn't allow any more than five people to attend, while the ranch doesn't allow any alcohol. This this w- was going to be easy. This was going to be an easy question because I hate Charles Manson. Like, and I'm, I would not want to celebrate my love like anywhere near anything that had to do with him. Mm-hmm. I like spooky things. Let's get like let's clarify. You know, like I'm not about like I, I I'm not pro killing people. It's just. I like haunted houses. I like cemeteries and all of that stuff. But like, I'm. It's still like what Charles Manson did up still upsets me. So I would never. I wouldn't even consider that option. Mm-hmm. Um, so which leaves the cemetery, which I would like to do. I would like to have a cemetery wedding, but Bo said no. So he gave me that as a proposal. I gift. kind of agree with him on that. I do too. And also, it's like. But, you know, but then when I – I was like, I guess you can't really have a party in a cemetery. But then when I filmed that freeform, like, Disney 30 Nights of Halloween thing, I'm like, this is a fucking party in a cemetery, you guys, and it's a damn good time. <laughs> Can we rethink this? But no, I have to compromise, and so no cemetery wedding for me. Okay, but in that situation, you would choose the cemetery. Yeah, totally. Okay. Now we're getting into the real questions. Caitlin is asking, how do you plan to tell people no during – wedding planning it's been her biggest challenge um like not making everybody happy is like you know something that's really weighing on her how do you plan on making sure your day is about you and Bo um I have been mentally preparing myself since this ring got on my finger and I'm using it as an opportunity to cut the fat out of my life like I'm sorry but like this day isn't about anyone else but me and Bo and if someone questions whether they like why or why not, or not they're invited to something, mm-hmm. like I'm just I'm just sorry. It is how it is. I'm I really am going to have the thickest skin because I'm not going to be at any of my wedding events feeling uncomfortable with someone, yeah, or feeling like any sort of tension. I just I don't want any of that. And if I haven't you know gone to lunch with you or you haven't like been like a part of my life in a in a in a serious way for like the last 6 months to a year then like you kind of don't deserve to be a part of like the biggest moment like 
sorry. And it's like expensive. Like you sometimes you just have to say tough shit. It also helps that Bo and I are paying for it ourselves. So like we don't have to we're not going to have our family members, you know, trying to, you know, be all up in our business. Yeah. What advice would you give to her? I, it, all, it all depends on the circumstance because, like, I don't know who's paying for her wedding. Do you know what I mean? Like, you kind of can't tell, like, your mom's boss's cousin know that she can't come if your mom is the one that's paying for it. Right. You know, I think people get so weird about weddings. Weddings bring the, out the weirdest the, sides of people. The, and the thing is, like, I'm talking a big game right now, but I, I haven't <laughs> – <laughs> I haven't had – listen, They the, these people that are invited to certain things, they don't know yet. Yeah. So I, I haven't actually been put in the position yet to tell someone no to their face. How Do, do you think you're going to actually be able to do it? Yeah, because I know I'm not going to say, all right, I guess you can come. That's not going to be my answer. You know, so I'm just going to have to like put on my big girl pants and just – be like, sorry, this is what it is. I'm having an intimate situation, and um, no, <laughs> yeah, but I, oh god, that's gonna suck. <laughs> it's really gonna suck. Yeah. Well, I feel like you're prepared. But speaking of, um, Emily is getting married this week. Tips for decompressing Can't, and calming con- down. Congratulations. <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, I talk about trying to calm down all the time. Like, I mean, we all have different ways of calming down, whether that is, like, weed or Xanax (laughs) or just, like, taking a break to, like, watch a television show that you like or turning off your phone. That's something I've been doing. I've been putting my phone on silent and just being like, okay, not going to think or respond to anything. I don't give a shit how important it is. Like, I'm literally turning it over and, like, not looking at it for a couple of hours. I feel like that helps so much. Also, what helps, the second I decide to, like, get in bed, taking the time to realize, like, wow, this is my moment. These these are, like, my however many hours of sleep you get to really think about nothing. You did your day. You responded to what you had to respond to. You did your work. Bedtime is literally, like, anything you want time. So like relax and just think about whatever the fuck. I think about that a lot. The second that I get in bed. (laughs) That's a really good tip. Because does it take you a long time to fall asleep? Depends on the melatonin and the Xanax (laughs) and the Z-Quil and whichever one I decide to to use that night. It it all differs. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, congratulations, Emily, on your upcoming wedding. Yeah, totally. Congratulations. Funsies. uh Okay, this is a really funny curveball from Melissa. If Bo were possessed, like, like, like legit, a demon, like right. legit, would you save his soul if it meant he would die, or would you straight up live with possessed Bo and keep him in a shed like a pet zombie or something? Um, he would want me to save his soul, even though he would die. Yeah, I would want to keep him <laughs> because I'm learning about. Again, learning about what marriage is about, and it's about compromise. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And sometimes you have to do something that you don't necessarily want to do for the sake of your partner. And while I've always wanted a pet zombie, and (laughs) that sounds nice, um, Bo would kill me. No, Bo would he would I'd have to release his soul. Yeah, it is a bummer. It's a fucking (laughs) bummer. He's so selfish with his soul. He, I, I actually really like how much he values. Everything sacred like that, like yeah, the, the mean, cemetery yeah. stuff. He's so serious sure. about. It's great. Do you know what I did to him? The other, did I tell you this? I don't even know if I to- I might have told it on air. In which case, that sucks. I'm sorry for everyone, but I know I told it on my podcast tour. 
um, when Alex was over cleaning my sh- the sh- our sh- my shoe closet and going like going through everything. No. We decided to take my bedazzled Ouija board that someone, one of my listeners had brought to one of my meet and greets uh, for my book tour. Uh-huh. And Bo was so against the Ouija board that he didn't even want it in the in the house. But I put it under his pillow on his side of the bed. Oh my God. But then the next night we got in an argument. And so he woke up in the middle of the night and I forgot that I had put it, I forgot Stop. that I had put it there. And he got up in the middle of the night and I slept through it, but he freaked out. And then he didn't remember until like two days later where he woke up. He goes, did you do this when we were arguing? He's like, that's so fucked up, Stassi. I'm like, oh, my God. God. No, no. Like, I did it as a joke. Then we got into an argument. Like, that wasn't like that totally wasn't a thing. He was upset. He was mad at me. Oh, my God. I would be mad, too. That's terrifying. It's hysterical. But it's also something he hates. I know. He, like, very outwardly hates. It's But it's hysterical. So mean. I, I left the little thing. I just, it was just the board. Still. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Do you know how often I hear my friends and people talking about student loans? I mean, listen, I'm going to be really honest right now. My dad paid for most of my college, but as a gift, once I actually started making real money, I went and paid the rest of it off. But that was before I knew about a little thing called um, refinancing, uh, which is what Ernest does for you guys if you have student loans. So refinancing them with Ernest could save you so much money or lower your monthly payment, and it only takes two minutes to check your rate online. I mean, a little financial relief goes a freaking long way. Think about the things you can buy the shoes you can purchase now, the trips you can take. I mean, we have a new way to pay off our student loans. And if you're still paying the same rate you were when you graduated, odds are you could reduce your monthly payment and save big. If Even if you've refinanced before, with today's low rate environment, most people can save by refinancing again. Yes, Again, so Earnest is the easiest way to refinance your student loan, saving you time and money. And the best part about it is all you have to do is complete a few questions online and it only takes two minutes. Two minutes and you'll get a personalized rate estimate all without affecting your credit score. I know so many people are worried about that. I'm always worried about that when I'm like, I need to go check it. I'm like, no, that means it's going to go down. This will not affect your credit score. So start saving today and our listeners get a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash Stassi. That's a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash Stassi. That's E-A-R-N-E-S-T dot com slash Stassi today. Terms and conditions apply. What is your favorite spooky slash haunted destination? Speaking of the Ouija board. Oh, wow. Besides the Los Feliz murder house, you can't really go visit it. New Orleans. I'm sorry, but it is. Just the whole city? If Just the French Quarter and going like, I mean, every like turn you take, there is some sort of ghost tour that you can like, you can overhear something. Like New Orleans is the spookiest city that I've ever, I mean, that I've ever been to in the U.S. I mean, I've always wanted to go to Salem. 
I thought Salem's fun. I thought Boston was spooky. I, I really like liked that, but it just like it you it doesn't compare to New Orleans. Right. Like nothing does. Like Every, every every little house you see in the French Quarter, there's a story about it. Every bar, like, you think of, like, John Lafitte's bar. Like, pirates and shit used to go there. Like, it's just creepy and weird, and I love it. Salem's fun. I went there after my cousin graduated, but it's a little bit gimmicky. Like, there's a lot right. of, like, witchy and piratey things in museums you can go to, but it's, like, the figurines that look life-size kind of thing. New Orleans, I went on a ghost tour at night. Yeah. And they actually like tell you the stories yeah. of like slavery things that happened yeah. here or like pirates or like this yes. doctor pharmacist who was killing everybody, like Marie Laveau. Like it's all history. Yes, like, it's not like uh, I was telling Randall recently, oh, good, this is documented so that he knows that I get a cut of this. I was like, you should <laughs> produce a movie about the LaLaurie mansion, the one in um, New Orleans that Nicolas Cage owns. Oh, yeah, okay. Because the story there is absolutely insane, and it has to do with a woman and how she treated her slaves. And Is and that the one that American Horror Story it's, did? It's about, it, yes, they've, okay, uh, yes. But I'm like, you need to make a movie about this and just like give me the credit for some of it I don't yeah know. no I remember going to see that one because one of the windows is cemented shut, shut yeah because of like a creepy story look but it up honestly guys. like it's a beautiful it's been redone inside it's like wow house goals <laughs> oh my god totally no you can't live there um we're going in a totally different direction again how has yours and Bo's relationship changed since getting engaged other than when you Put the Ouija board under his pillow. Um, we hook up a lot less more because we're so busy. A lot, a lot less more. Yeah, a lot okay. less. Sorry, a lot less. Yes, I've realized that we're so busy working together because we're doing the podcast tour and planning a wedding, and just then in between, like still filming like Vanderpump Rules and having shoots and things that we need to do. That I'm like. Oh my god! Like we barely hook up. I'm so sorry. I told you we need to schedule it. It's <laughs> you like, need to put it in your calendar. But I just feel besides that, like that's like the negative that's come from it. The positive is that I I feel like like there's just like an extra la layer of like safety of knowing that like oh like if if we were when we do get in an argument, it's not not that it ever felt like the end of the world, but it feels like. Okay, <laughs> like whatever. It doesn't even matter, right? Like because like we're getting married, so who gives a shit? Do you resolve them quicker? If yeah, I do, I don't feel like we argue that much, but like they're just I'm just that one time with the Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, in all fairness, this is why we argued because it was game day. And I decided to stay in that day and write. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at everyone's stories. Everyone's fucking out, doing their own shit, having fun. I'm torturing myself all day long, literally just like didn't shower and was working on my second book and writing and writing. And then I texted him and I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry about the loss. And I didn't hear from him for like an hour and a half, which is very unlike him. He's very like responsive. Yeah. So I called him. And he's like, oh, hey, we all just got back to my apartment. And I'm like, okay. Uh, well, I texted you. And he's like, I think we're just going to go stop by like another bar. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And five hours go by. And I'm like, okay, I've been in, I've been locked up in here 
like writing. Five hours has gone by. 90 Day Fiance already came on. I'd really like to watch it. Now I'm pissed that I've got no updates and I just like lost my shit. I'm sorry. Did you have a little FOMO? Well, it's not that like, I guess <laughs> was, I did. Was that a little touch? Yes, because then he said he saw you and Alex there. Yeah, we were at the Shelby. And I was like, oh, so like, really? <laughs> I was like, oh, really? That was just a stop by? You see that my friends are there and you can't just text me? And he's like, well, we didn't really hang out. Like, I was with Rob and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you said you were stopping by. Ugh. And he's like, I came home at 1030. You are insane. I'm like, yeah, but you've been out since 930 in the morning. That is literally a 13 hour day of drinking. Oh Con- my like, God. Don't bitch. Don't complain. Your life isn't that hard. That's really funny. Actually, I'm kind of proud of you for having a little bit of FOMO. But also, I remember that day and you got a lot done. I did. Yes, <laughs> I did. But it just like, I get like a little like butt hurt when I feel like I'm working really hard and everyone else is having fun. <laughs> pop culture rant yeah thoughts on kylie and travis scott breaking up what's with this whole her hanging out with tyga thing now i was gonna bring this up to you off air but we might as well talk about it well someone brought it up to me on one of my live podcasts oh there's i in nashville i was talking about the tie the the breakup right uh the kylie travis scott breakup and then someone in the audience was like, she was seen with uh, Tyga and like brought up their phone to the stage. There's actually a photo I posted. Oh, my gosh. And um, shady. Yeah. So within a week, she's been seen like at the same place as him twice. Yeah. And 2 a.m. visit the studio. Like, yeah. really? Well, then the second time was at Hyde. Yeah. Like out at a club, guys. I think I, 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 but there were also cheating rumors that Travis Scott cheated. Okay. I, I didn't like, hear that. I feel like they all cheat. Have you seen the, the text that's been going around online where somebody saw Kylie in like, it wasn't a maternity ward, but it was like that section of the hospital. Oh, there's been after the, the like flu thing. Oh, uh, there's been, so we're, we were talking about this with celebs with comment, comments by celebs right. that like she might be pregnant. Then what you think then maybe this whole Travis Scott breakup is just to maybe make us think that she's not pregnant? I don't... That's too involved. I don't think so. I think maybe she thought she was pregnant. Maybe maybe she... Maybe she just had to go to the bathroom and the closest one was by the maternity one. That's exactly it. I mean, honestly, sometimes people think too much into things. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think she's going to get back with Tyga? I really hope not. (laughs) <laughs> I like come on. You go, I like going back to ex-boyfriends. It's just like there's a reason it didn't work. There's a reason it didn't work. Why? True. Just, like I I don't I don't know. It's just not. There's so much out there. Like <laughs> there's so many people out there, so much more to experience that I just I don't understand. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. We're going to get back to a, a funny Mary fuck kill. Okay. From Michaela. Ted Bundy. Jeffrey Dahmer, Jack the Ripper. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just making your brain go in all kinds of directions today. I can't even. This one's too hard. Because I don't even know why I would choose each one. 
There, I feel like there is a misconception that I'm like somehow into serial killers in like an attracted to way. Like when I watch like Love After Lockup and like their actual like women out there, it was like, I'm sorry, like it turns me on that he like robbed a bank. Like that shit doesn't like excite me. I'm just like interested into dark, interested in dark shit. That's just- actually terrifying. I think when you said that Bo looked a little bit like Ted Bundy, that people like rolled with that. Well, he does. <laughs> he does. So, okay, I guess I would marry and bang Ted Bundy. And Both? Yeah. And then kill the other two. Kill the other two. Okay. Um, basic bitch Halloween costume ideas? Oh. Let's see. What is everyone going to be doing this year? Everyone's going to be White Claw. There's going to be, yeah. Everyone's going to be a fucking White there's Claw There's going to be a lot fan. of Stranger Things. Lots of Stranger Things. The ice cream uniform or whatever. Um, uh, what else was big? Honestly, I, I'm trying to think. I oh, like, I have an idea. I feel like the Kardashians. I feel like people are just gonna. It's so easy to be Kylie, like True. Kylie and her and her babe and Stormy. I think Ashley O is maybe something I'm gonna do. Oh, that's interesting. Because it's like you dress all in white, you get like the purple wig, and you draw the big blue circles around your. Yeah, eyes. that's easy. Yeah. You know what? I feel like, am I even going to celebrate Halloween this year? I don't know. I don't know if I am either. There's like so much (laughs) traveling that I'm like, it's like the one day I'm going to be here and I feel like I'm just going to want to fall asleep. Yeah. I did get costumes for my dogs though that I found on Instagram today. Sponsored on Instagram. Again, things that I just buy because they're sponsored on Instagram. What are they? It's the one, it's like playing everywhere where like um, the dog is running around as Chucky. Oh my God. Okay. It's so funny. So I bought too so that Luda and Refund can look like they're running around with a knife in their hands. Oh my god. They're going to run at each other and then it's going to yeah. look even funnier. Yeah. Um, What is your favorite thing about meeting fans at your podcast shows? Oh, um, feel well, when people like get emotional and tell me how I helped them through something like a, whether it's a breakup or a, or a death or losing a job or losing a friend or or like how they related to something that I said and it made them feel less alone. Like so many people bring up like when I like did that um, podcast episode by myself about like depression and like I just openly talked about that. People were like, Thank you. Like, I, re- I remember that. Like, that is one that definitely sticks out. But to, like, have people just say, like, that helped me feel less alone in it, like, that by far is, like, the best part about meeting – I hate the word fans, but listeners. Khaleesi's. Khaleesi's. <laughs> okay, yes. Bo and I just got engaged. Well, like – Oh my God, I think almost three months ago now. But that means I can selfishly turn my attention to helping my friends get or find their people too. And uh, the reason why I say selfishly is because um, I get to be a part of a dating app. Yes, the new dating app, Ship, lets you swipe for your friends. So I'm helping my friends like Lo find someone. I mean, it's so much fun. And what's great is that like, say you're already in a relationship, but you want to be a part of this process. You don't have to make a profile so you don't look like you're a creeper or like being shady or anything. This is how it works. You join ship. So if you're single, you invite a group of friends to join your crew. So whoever you want, those friends can help you find matches. All right. 
God, it's fantastic because you know, like whenever you're on dating apps, you you like sit and you screenshot or like you send to your friends and you're like, what do you think about this person? Now you can actually make a group chat on this app so that you can chat with your crew about these people. Like I know that, you know, when I was on dating apps, I would get nervous and like, what do I say to them? And do I initiate this conversation first? So this way you can write into the group chat with your friends and they can come up with what to say as well. It's like, if someone's going to date you, they are dating their friends too, right? I mean, that's just how it is. So finding a date is more fun if you do it with your friends, especially if your friends are demonic like me and just like it's so much pleasure and joy out of this. Download Ship, the dating app that lets you swipe with friends. That's Ship, S-H-I-P. Search for Ship Dating in the App Store and start swiping today because that shit is fun. Is there any topic that you want to talk about? Because in here I have like wedding stuff, I have Vanderpump stuff. I mean... We just came off doing another episode, so I, I feel a little brain dead. Um, uh, so I'm willing to talk about anything. Uh, I have one here. This might be a good, a good thing to get your brain going. Would you rather give up again? I'm going to change this, Ryan. Alcohol and hot sauce for life to meet Meghan Markle or never meet her and keep alcohol and hot sauce. I love Megan, but like sometimes they say never meet your heroes. Oh my gosh. Do you actually believe that? Sometimes. When, you know, when I, alcohol you know and that, hot sauce are in the balance. You know what? No, but that's an insecurity of mine whenever because whenever I do meet and greets, like for the book tour or and now the podcast tour, because before we actually go on stage, I do meet and greets with the VIP people. Mm-hmm. And I get that I get more nervous for that than I get for for going on stage because what if like in person like that moment I had with someone disappoints them and it's like how it's like they say never meet you sometimes like you meet someone and they're like oh you're not who I thought you were gonna be or you're not how I thought you were gonna be and so that's like what makes me most nervous have you ever had an experience like that I feel like I had to have like I mean I've met I mean most people are kind of douchey like especially like fashion people like the only really like one that was like really really nice to me was Rachel Zoe and Kelly Catrone Mm -hmm. you know most like when I meet like fashion bloggers and stuff like most of them are just like it's like oh man like I've been following your closet for like six years and you're kind of an ass like (laughs) that sucks you know but yeah I can't really think of anyone I remember when I was a teenager I saw Ashley Judd on Bourbon Street and I like stopped to say hello and she like threw her hands in my face and was like, no, just literally not anymore. And this was before phones. Really? This is before phones, all of that. I was literally just stopping to be like, oh my God, I love you in movies. And she was like not having it. Oh, weird. Which like I understand when if someone puts a phone in your face. Right. Like that upsets me. But this was like before that when like we didn't have phones and we would just like that's just such a say bummer because where the heart is is like one of my favorite movies ever. I would have done the same thing. It's such a good movie, yeah. But oh my again, God. maybe she was just having a bad day, which we all do. Maybe she just her got in a fight with her boyfriend and didn't fucking feel like 
de- dealing with anyone. Like maybe she just wanted to just be incognito and just enjoy herself. Like, right. Like I, I understand. Do you think then, like 10 years ago, it was easier for people to have a bad day? Yes. Like now, do you I'm, feel like yeah. that could pass? Because I feel like people would just take their phone out, video, yeah, and then you're the pre- it's everywhere. The pressure, I, oh my God, the pressure that I feel like even let's just say like I'm at a restaurant, if the waiter overhears a conversation of mine and then decides to tweet it out with a hashtag that then something gets picked up and then all of a sudden a private conversation that I had in a booth at a fucking TGI Fridays can be out there for tons of people to hear. So like, I, like when Bo's like, hey, do you want to go to dinner tonight? It's like, I really got to think about it. Like, yeah. you know, or like after a show, like after a, like a podcast show, a lot sometimes we're wired and sometimes I'm exhausted, but the nights I'm wired, he's like, should we go somewhere? I'm like, well, I, 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 I want my privacy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like I would like to go out and just like have no one give a shit and no one listen in or no one want to take a photo and like, you know, really just, I, I, I hate complaining about it, but because I'm really lucky, but I just think that back in the day before phones and social media, I would have been such a cooler person. I just think the interactions were probably a lot less scary for people because you it, actually have a real one-to-one looking in your eyes. I think it's just, hey, I love your show and that's yeah. it. And Maybe you, know you I mean? sign like an autograph, like on yeah, a napkin. Yeah, I think it's, hey, that's it. But now with social media and phones, it's just like so different. Yeah. Hey, can you do a video for my grandmother and my mom and my sister? And bo-? I'm like, no, that's like six minutes of my life. Yeah. Like imagine like if I said yes to everyone who asked me that. So like I'm not being a bitch. It's just imagine if I said yes to every single person who asked me that. Right. Oh, God, I sound like such a dick. No, you don't. Because also you put yourself out there a lot. When you do go out, you say yes to everybody. And I want to You're give having everyone, the I VIP situations. Like you're, so I can have yeah. at least like I have good moments with the with at least a select few people. Like totally. people so that every you know, I'm it's just Well, and I've been with you so many times when people come up to you and you you never like shove people off. You're no. always very polite. I always say yes. Yeah. hmm Good job. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Is there anything that you would give up alcohol and hot sauce for? Like anything, a, meeting somebody, a situation of like what, if anything? There's a few things. If Bo said he was going to divorce me if I didn't give it up, <laughs> um, that. Um, I would trade like, um, like if I knew I would have a career that lasted my whole life, I would give up. What? Yes. Like if I knew no matter what, my career will be fine for the rest of my life. Yeah, I would give that up. How would you? How? I mean, it would suck ass. Oh, my God. But it's just. And if I knew I would, I was be guaranteed to have a healthy, at least one healthy kid. Those, I mean, that just got serious. But like, those are the three things that, I mean, what else is going to make me give that shit up? I can't argue with that. Yeah. Okay, All right. last question. Word. Dead or alive, who's one person you wish you could have on your podcast and why? Marie Antoinette. What would you even ask her? Like everything. First of all, I'd be like, where did you have to go to the bathroom? Like <laughs> you didn't have toilets. Your favorite question, huh? Like 
what was like life like from like morning to night like for real like what happened who did your hair who put on your wigs who did your makeup where did you get your jewelry well I just would want to I would I would I just want to know like everything about everything that's just yeah wish I could get married in Versailles but not off the table can't win them all you guys I'm still voting for a Downton Abbey yeah All right. Thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys.